Hey everyone, welcome to She Brigade, the podcast. I'm your host, Bilun Jamusemeche. At She Brigade, we aim to empower by aspiring to storytelling. On this show, we chat to different phenomenal women around South Africa, and we dive into their stories and journeys that have led them to where they are today. Let's dive in. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of She Brigade. Today, we have Mpomanisa on the, on the show. So I actually specifically wanted you because, you know, our, the plan is to air this on June 16. And I hope I do because if I don't, it's going to be a very awkward <laughs> intro. But yeah, so I actually wanted to get someone who's young, someone who's making moves in their spaces. And I'm so happy to have you here. Uh, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. Okay, so I'm just going to put it out there, guys. When I asked Mpo for her bio, like, <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I thought I knew you. <laughs> I thought I knew and I thought I knew what you've done, but wow, you are phenomenal. So I'm going to start at the top. So firstly, she's only 25, so I'm just going to start with that. She's only 25, <laughs> but she, you are a sponsorship and experiential marketing consultant mm-hmm. at Discovery. We'll get into what that is, but you've also worked with Chad Litlas, Team Dimension Data, and Casta Semenya as part mm-hmm. of your campaigns at, yes. at work. Um, you worked on the second leadership summit mm-hmm. for yeah. Discovery. As a speaker handler, yeah. you 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 also were part of um, Forbes Leading Women Summit. Yes, and you also twice. wrote about it. Oh, <laughs> twice. Did you see what I mean? <laughs> twice. <laughs> and you were a finalist for the 2019 McKinsey Next Generation Woman Award. You were also very recently named as Cosmo, as one of Cosmo's 25 Under 25 Next Generational Women in South Africa. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I think that's about it for the past two years. <laughs> that's just two. That's just two years exactly. Right? That's just two years. And I know you're working on some stuff, but maybe let's just start from the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. So tell us a bit about yourself. Where did yeah. you come from? Um, yeah, give us some insight into who is Mpo. Where are you from? Like your upbringing and yeah, a bit of that. Okay, cool. So Mpo Manyasa in a nutshell, um, a wow. Where do I begin? Okay, I was. <laughs> Born in Johannesburg. I grew up in Johannesburg. All I know is Johannesburg. I've been here all my life. Okay. Um, the beauty about my story is that I have insight into both worlds. I grew up in a township called Dobsonville, where my parents had me there for about three years of my life, um, and then went back when I was five, mm. and then I was shipped to, okay, not shipped, but I went yeah, to... Shipped. <laughs> I went to a school called Maris Brothers Linmayer College in the south of Johannesburg. Okay. So my world was a little girl from Soweto um, and then going to this big, lavish um, private school in the south of Johannesburg. So How was it like transitioning into that environment? Because it must have been very different. Yeah. In the first, um, in the beginning, it was quite difficult. I mean, you come from a place where social economics are just around you. You wake up to no electricity, you're sharing a bed with a cousin, mm. um, and then you go to um, school and you have kids who are talking about DSTV, they're talking about um, taking however much money for tech and in grade one. And yeah. it's quite, yeah, yeah, the dynamics were confusing at first, mm. but then there was so much beauty in that because um, you take so much from world one into world two yeah. and from world two into world one. Yeah. So I feel that that was the most beautiful thing at that stage of my life. It was the foundation of my life. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, I could relate to people 
who had nothing yeah. as well as people who had everything. So I went to one school my whole life, which was Marin College, um, from grade north north up until matric. Mm-hmm. Um, in primary school, I was a very outgoing person. Um, I was very confident. I was involved in quite a lot, um, from academics to extramural activities to sports. I was in it to win it. I was just yeah. I was that black girl. <laughs> Everyone was like, "Yes, girl, <laughs> doing the most." Yeah. You know. <laughs> Um, best netball player in grade seven. Oh, hey. Captain of the so basketball team. You've been an for like <laughs> <laughs> for three consecutive years. I was just that girl. Yeah. And then after high school, um, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I was quite confused. Um, I took a gap year um, to find myself, and then I went to University of Johannesburg, where I did a degree in strategic communications and marketing communications which is quite broad um, in terms mm-hmm. of bringing comms and marketing together and not a general like BCom marketing management degree, which is mm, very focused on marketing. Yeah, very specific. Yeah. Um, so then I went to the University of Johannesburg and um, then I met a whole lot of different people. And I think that was the space where I found myself. And you met me. <laughs> we met in varsity. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Met some very great people. Um, I think transitioning from high school environment to varsity was, um, it was challenging mm. um, because you're used to a way of life. Like you're used to certain type of people, mm. certain type of life. And then you go to this place where so many people from different backgrounds um who come, have different stories. You meet so many people from your class, from where you live, because I moved out of home and I lived oh. somewhere closer to campus. Yeah. So you meet people in different spaces of university, not necessarily on campus only. And I think that's where I found myself mostly, um, sharing stories with people, getting to know people. I had to break out of my shell and make new friends because I went to one school my whole life. I had yeah. the same friends all my life. So I had to speak to people, which is... At the time, it was very difficult for me. Yeah. Um, opening up to people and making friends. And I feel like I learned so much in varsity. It was a place where I cried the most, mm. I laughed the most, made the biggest mistakes, learned from my mistakes. And there came a point in second year where I totally just messed up. And my parents sat me down and were like, you need to find your purpose, find yourself before life finds you. Mm. And that's when I realized that I need to get things together. I need to be serious and I need to realize who Mpo is. Yeah. Not for anyone else, not for people, social circles or anyone, but for myself and for my future. And that's when I started getting serious. Um, I was all about books. I was um, top achiever in like second year. I was on Dean's list in like third year. And then I graduated, did my honors, and um, I did an internship at CNBC Africa. And so CNBC is housed by ABN Events, Uh which um, owns CNBC and Forbes. Oh, So they're all under one roof. Yeah. So I did my internship there in my honors year. um, What were you doing there? Um, sales and marketing intern. Okay. So it was compulsory to do that 150 hours. Mm. And that's where I got my first corporate experience, yeah. quotation okay. marks. Mm-hmm. And um, I interacted with such great people, such great women, black women in that space. Mm. And that's where I think my 
journey and inspiration was drawn from and began in terms of my circumstances don't determine my future. There's so much out there. There's so much the world has to give. Mm. And um, especially as a black female in those spaces, it's quite difficult. And that's where I realized because that's where I saw it for the first time. And that's where I got the realization. And I was lucky enough to make the best connections from there. Um, I met some amazing people who have had an impact in my life um, and have actually groomed me to become the person that I am today. After that, I completed my honours degree. Um, I was selected to um, go into this phase of Discovery Graduates by my lecturer. Um, Shout out to Clarissa. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Clarissa. (laughs) And she actually recommended a few of us from our class and we had to go through like an interview phase and then I was chosen as the discovery intern. And then my corporate experience began then. Um, In February 2017, Mm. I started at Discovery as a graduate for six months. And then um, they took me into a permanent role as a marketing assistant. And um, a few months later, I was promoted to a marketing consultant. Oh. And I started in a portfolio called Experiential Marketing and Sponsorships. What does that mean? That means that, um, so sponsorships is necessarily, so it's broken, our portfolio is broken into different properties. So you have Mm -hmm. mass participation, you have ambassadors and thought leadership, and then we have football as well um, that we do. And I worked on mass participation events, which are our running events and our working events. like the rhythm run, things like that? Yes. Okay. Um, so Discovery's main purpose is to protect people's lives mm. and make them healthier. So as sponsorships, we partner with um, events and initiatives that actually speak to that um, core purpose. And we try to get as many people involved in okay. whether it's a community and area to become more healthy. Um, mm. So in Durban, it's the Rhythm Run. In Durban, we do Big Walk. Cape Town, we do Triathlon and Retro Run. Um, ambassadors, we have Chad LeClaire, um, Casta Semenya, Wade, Team Dimension Data, etc. So we partner with people who are doing great in their spaces, yeah. in their health-y spaces. Um, obviously, Chad is a swimmer, Casta is a runner. Yeah. Um, so I, when I joined, it was just Chad and Wade, and then we signed Team Dimension Data. And um, bringing on Casta was really great for me I mean like she's a black woman doing the things in her space yeah she is a world record holder um Olympic holder Olympic record breaker um so she's just phenomenal and Mm. I had the opportunity to be part of a team that launched her at our building um which was quite great and having her partnered with our brand was just something exceptional exceptional for me. That Sorry. sounds amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And then we also tap into Thought Leadership, which we have um, Leadership Summit, which is just bringing together world-renowned speakers to come and um, have a days long um, of a summit that mm. is dedicated to thought leaders in their fields. Um, so last year we had the likes of, um, we had Casta Semenya as a speaker. We had Caroline Webb who is um, a woman about behavioral economics and how that impacts um, consumer behavior. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and I was fortunate enough to be a speaker handler. So what you do as a speaker handler is you are basically the point of contact for that speaker. And because most of them are not from South Africa. So oh. you basically manage their experience. You make sure that they... From the time they get here, yeah, throughout the summit, summit and, et cetera. Okay. Yeah. So I had the opportunity to be a speaker handler for Professor Clayton Christensen. Um, who is a Harvard professor, and yeah. he is all about innovation. And his talk was so amazing, and it was just like disrupting. Um, his theory, actually, is just about disruption and innovation. Mm. It speaks to the brand that I work for as well, so that was quite great. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, at the moment, I'm still in the sponsorships team. Um, I'm obviously passionate about my development and growth, and I think... I really feel that Discovery has groomed me into this um, exceptional player in my field and the organization that I'm part of, um, especially the values and the principles really align to mine, which makes it so much easier um, in my job role. And I love the exciting, pressured environment. I love like (laughs) how it is. So that's, yeah, about me, about and my profession, and yeah, my yeah. upbringing. And you're still studying. Yes, I am still studying. Geez, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I recently started my masters um, in strategic communications. Um, my dissertation has changed over time. It started <laughs> a focus on influences and their impact on cultural. Um, topics and how their impact has on brands and their consumers. Mm. Then it shifted to the role of women in um, unconventional spaces, especially black women in male-dominated in- industries mm. like Casta Semenya, um, Keiji Mondiane, who's the first black female woman who has competed in Wimbledon. Um, and now it's transitioned into behavioral economics with um a focus on digital banking in South Africa okay. um, with a case study on Discovery Bank, um, which is something that's recently has been communicated out there. Um, so hopefully it doesn't change, um, but I really want to do something I'm passionate about and where yeah. I see myself. So mainly towards women, so I'll see how that goes. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's my life for the next two years, uh, my <laughs> master's degree. And, and how has that been? Because, you know, corporate is hard. Mm-hmm. Corporate is just, it's hard. Yeah. It's just what it is. And <laughs> now you're doing your master's as well. Like, how has that been trying to do the two? I mean, it's challenging. Um, going from varsity straight into a corporate environment mm. was very challenging. Yeah. At first, um, I mean, you need to learn culture, processes, uh, what the brand stands for, how your job role mm. affects that. Um, so getting my job right and then adding additional things to that is quite yeah, challenging. Exactly. But I mean, um, I'm currently reading this book called The 5 a.m. Club, and it's all about how you I'm start. It down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How you... Um, start your mornings and the importance of understanding what's important to you, having um, a diary, having a to-do list, Mm. completing that to-do list, finding the time to complete your to-do list, prioritizing what's important in your life. Um, So I think that most important sacrifice 
is what people take for granted. Yeah. And that's the one thing that will get you so far is just that sacrifice, whether you're sacrificing two hours off social media just to read an article for yeah. whatever it is. Um, so I think sacrifice is really big. And I think that for us, um, we're at the age where sacrificing now for the future is quite important. Yeah. I mean, we all know where we want to be, it's just taking those little steps for those giant leaps. Um, so, yeah. And I'm also doing Gibbs on top of that. Um, <laughs> so that's really an internal program that yeah. I got selected for um, across business and discovery. And it's a peak performance program. Mm -hmm. And um, it's mainly like a personal and professional development program. And it's been quite a journey. It's been a year long. Um, mm. It's coming to an end um, next week, Friday, actually. I have a presentation. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. And then I have my final exam and then hopefully I graduate. Yeah. Um, but it's been, I mean, I'm a lover of learning. I cannot not learn. Yeah. Um, I'm obsessed with learning. So every opportunity I get to learn, I'm always grabbing those opportunities. Mm. Um, so I just think that... Um, me sacrificing and managing my time, I think that's what works best for me and understanding what's important yeah. to me. So you mentioned, I just want to go back a little bit because you were just talking about, you know, that the book that you were reading mm -hmm. and, you know, prioritizing in your life. But you also mentioned a bit earlier on that, um, you know, your parents won't set you down. They were yes. like, find your purpose and find yeah. you. Do you think like you're on that journey? Do you think you figured that out? Or tell me a bit more about like, you know, mm. what do you know what your purpose is? Do you think you're on that path? Um, how has that yeah. journey been? I think my purpose is ever-changing. Um, mm. I'm always finding little things that add to my bigger picture. Um, so I, don't, I would say that I don't really know what my full purpose is, but I know what, um, what the finer details towards my bigger picture bigger. is. Okay. Um, and I think that I look back at my parents' sacrifices for me for where I am at the moment. And I mean, those opportunities that they gave to me have given me a stepping stone to reach my dreams and goals. So in terms of purpose, um, I one day would like to fulfill my purpose. I mean, it's quite difficult when you have a nine to five. Yeah. <laughs> You're finding the time. Yeah. And when you so... Um, centered and loyal to a brand that you work for mm. and you work for their purpose you sometimes derail from your purpose mm. um, so I'm trying to find the balance between the two I mean um, discovery is a powerful force for social good mm. which is something I'm really passionate about so I find those little things um, in my professional life that add to my personal life um, so I think I'm on a road to, um, achieving my goals and dreams. Yeah. And I think you forever living your purpose. Um, you won't reach a point where you've, you've fulfilled that purpose. I mean, mm. yeah. Yeah. That, the no, that greatest, yeah. The greatest yeah. people are always, they reach their pinnacle and then they just do more and yeah. more and more. Yeah. So I think it's an, it's, always evolving um which is the beauty of it yeah. as well because you think that that's the greatest you can do but then you surprise yourself and you actually, actually outdo yourself yeah <laughs> um, so yeah 
Okay, so I want to talk a bit more about, you know, your experience as a black young, young woman in South Africa. So, like, I also went straight into corporate university, right? Mm -hmm. And I've experienced challenges which, looking back now, I'm, I'm realizing is, like, ageism like have yes. you experienced things like that in the corporate spaces being a young person because you know we talk about being black we talk about being female and we, but we don't mention the fact that you're young and there's literally mm. there is bias towards young people yes. and you know it makes it a bit harder you know you walk into spaces and they're like yeah, if you look young you know yeah. i'm tiny and i'm small and i have like a little yeah. and you know everybody's always like oh you're like you're, you're, like, you're a kid and I'm yeah like, <laughs> no firstly rude <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. so yeah please like tell us more about being young and be and being black and being female but more yeah. about being young in that space and how you've kind of figured your way through it yeah okay cool so i think um in corporate i had to really grow up mm. um when I first started, I mean, I look back at when I started and where I'm at right now, I had to really grow up mentally. Mm -hmm. um, I think EQ is very important. Um, as young people, I'm talking for myself. I mean, I'm very, I'm a very confident, I ask questions. I always want to have my point of view or my say if I disagree with anything. Yeah. Um, so I think as young people, we have a voice. So in the spaces that we interacting in, our voices come out, whether it comes out aggressively or as advice or um, mm -hmm. are we hungry? So we're always sharing our ideas. And that may seem as competition or it... Yes. <laughs> mm. Yeah, not necessarily that we have a new person with so much to give that is willing to just give out the ideas. Yeah. It's seen as, oh, okay, she's here. She wants to... She wants my job, yeah. my role. You try to, <laughs> yeah. So at first I did feel like that. And then I realized that that's everywhere. Not only in corporate spaces, it's in other parts of mm. our lives as well. So it's something you need to, um, you need to accept. Um, but you also need to embrace um, because... Our parents didn't have the opportunities to mm. be in the spaces that we at at our age yeah. doing great things for great brands, great people. So I think it's something that we should embrace um, as young people. Um, I also think that we also, we're too quick in our doings, our thinking. We want fast results. Yeah, instant gratification. We, we yeah. like, yeah, I've done this, I want to see the outcome. Now. Yeah. So I also think it's about pace as well. Mm -hmm. um, you're in spaces where maybe your line manager is 15 years older than you. Um, that's a huge gap. Mm -hmm. And they're in a very different generational space as well. They grew up with different things that yeah. you grew up with. So it's about meeting that middle ground and understanding what is it that we're bringing, we both bring into the table. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think I have experienced it, but I've learned to deal with it and I've learned um, to manage it. Yeah. What would you say to like a young person that's about to step into corporate? Because, you know, even just I, you, you know, you go for an interview and you're mm. in a corporate space and you're walking in like, no way. It's <laughs> yeah. very intimidating. Just like you walk into corporate and like physically it's intimidating. Yeah. So like what kind of advice would you give someone who's about to step into that world mm. and... Yeah, what would you say? Okay, cool. My top three um, is, the first one is be confident 
but don't be out there, out there, out there. Yeah. Like, out here. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> um, yeah. So when you speak to people, be confident in what you're saying to mm. them. Don't shy away and don't wait for people to complete your sentences, to complete your ideas. Really be confident in what you say. Um, people respect you more. They, um, mm. they take in what you have to say. Yeah. They actually listen to hear, not just listen to just make you feel better. Mm. So I think confidence is very important. Um, associate yourself with the right people um, and build relationships with the right people. So whether it's people who have voices in your organizations, mm. so people who make decisions, but also people who are on your level or below that can that you can learn something from. Yeah. Never ever look down on anyone because mm. you don't know who they are, yeah. what their journey is, and where they can take you. Um, I think that's very important. Um, people sometimes shell themselves and don't interact with people. And um, I think having that communication and that relationship with people in your organization yeah. will make your job easier. It'll make <laughs> it'll, yeah, a lot that's easier. True. It's very true, yeah. Like have allies. You, yeah. know, you need those people in your corner. Yeah. As, yeah. Mm. Which I think some people, like you have your circle of friends, but then you have people who, what a lady, Immaculata, she is head of um, advertising and integrated marketing communications at Discovery. She actually spoke at one of our classes at Gibbs because mm. I really begged her to because she's amazing. <laughs> yeah. She's one of the only female black, um, black females on marketing exco on oh. yeah at discovery so okay. she's she's really great um she says something that was very profound that i will take with me forever um she says that um when you in your working space you have a mentor mm -hmm. she advises that you get a mentor which is someone who teaches you the ropes, like a business mentor, internal person yeah. who's been there for how many years, is at a specific level, knows the business in and out. They groom you within the business. Then you have a sponsor, someone who will sit around the table and when the CMO says, I need someone to do this, your name comes from that person. And then they, and then obviously conversations are, who is that? And yeah. Then, yeah. Okay. So you mentioned, so your sponsor is that one person that will always raise your hand, raise their hand for you. They will always back you up no matter what. Mm. And your mentor, someone who grows you. So I think having those two yeah. um, is quite important in those spaces. Um, and I think that speaks back to relationships that you build within the organization. I mean, don't be scared to have a cup of coffee with um, someone, even if it's a quick catch up, yeah. you can learn so much from them. At work, they like um, to say relationship is a currency. Relationship yes. is a currency. Yeah, which is very true. It's very true. Um, even outside the corporate space. Yeah, mm. relationships. And you never know what you'll learn from people. Mm. And um, you may see someone and not necessarily resonate or relate with them until you actually have a conversation with them. Yeah. And then they're actually doing amazing things in your space that you can learn from, et cetera. Mm. That's my second piece of advice. Um, um, <laughs> and then my third piece of advice is um, always be true to yourself. Mm. Um, that's very important. I mean, 
corporate will force you to change. Maybe it's adapting to the environment, adapting mm-hmm. to the people, and you may be forced to be out of your comfort zone, make decisions that you wouldn't actually make. But mm-hmm. you need to always be honesty and integrity will take you a long way, and understanding who you are. Um, in complex situations, complex spaces, complex people—it's yeah. very important. That's what will keep you grounded. I mean, I mean, you probably know in a corporate environment, there's so much going on at so many times, at so many levels, yeah. and you find it quite difficult to keep up. You don't know what to do, and you find yourself a lot of—I feel like like a lot of young people find themselves in this bubble where they don't know what's going yeah. on. They don't know what's going on with their life whether it's emotion stabi- emotional stability, financial stability, anything at all. So I think if you're true to yourself, um, that'll take you really far. I mean, people come and go in people's lives. Um, people will impact you differently, yeah. um, whether it's positive, negative, or both. Um, yeah, just always be true to yourself. Nice. Nice. Okay, so let's talk about um, how the Forbes uh, Leading Women Summit. Yes. So you said you've been involved in it twice. What was your role yeah. in it and how has the experience been? Okay, cool. So um, the Forbes Africa Leading Women Summit, um, so they select, last year they selected about 120 okay. um, influential women in South Africa that come and attend. Mm. Um, and then this year they increased it because um, it was in Durban with the KZN provisional government. And... Um, it's just recognizing women in the country that are passionate about the different topics that they discuss and they invite them to engage, network and collaborate with each other. So, wait, sorry, hold on. You do this like even like outside your day job. This is not part of your day job, yes, right? No, this not not. no, this is my personal <laughs> passion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. Sorry, as you wrote, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so something that's very close to my heart, I mean, the Forbes... Um, Africa team are amazing. They are just um, women that are killing it. I mean, um, from the editor to across the business, they're just amazing. Um, And I actually met one of my mentors there last year. Um, She is Vivian Onano. She is a Kenyan-born and bred um, social activist. Okay. Um, She's done work with the UN. Um, She's starting her own foundation, um, she's really someone who is disrupting um, the disrupting the um, industry of women empowerment, um, women development. Um, she also works with Water Aid. Um, so she's someone that I resonate with yeah. on that level, which is something I'm really passionate about. I'm passionate about um, women in South Africa and Africa at large, and um, how we develop and empower women to become mm. change agents and um, network and collaborate to actually um, do great things. And um, we come from a continent and a country that's very, I wouldn't say disadvantaged, but women are at the backbone of a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot, um, a lot of things. And um, I think it's our time now. And um, together we can do great things so being involved with that summit um has been life-changing i mean um i've had a chat with Tuli Madonsela. Mm. um this year naomi campbell was the keynote speaker um yeah so it was quite great wow. it was amazing yeah wow yeah 
And I can't wait for next year's one. <laughs> okay. And of course, recently you were named one of Cosmos 25 under 25. So yeah. how was that like? Because I'm sure you've been so excited. Yeah, I was really excited. Um, wow. So they um, recognized 25 women across South Africa mm-hmm. who are doing great things and impacting South Africa or Africa um, and who are 25 and under. Mm. And I made the cut nationwide. <laughs> <laughs> Um, for a brand that's really dedicated to women yeah. as well, which was great. Um, what I um, spoke to the magazine about or the brand about was um, one thing I'll never forget is they asked me what's one quote you live by, and I was like, that you're not defined by your circumstances, mm. but um, yeah, by your ambition and where you want to be. Okay, um, nice. so yeah, I really think that people are demotivated by where they currently are. But that doesn't, what they see around them exactly yeah that doesn't necessarily um it doesn't mean that that's where you're going to be for the rest of your life mm-hmm. i mean there are so many opportunities out there and i feel that um as young south africans um we have it in our hands now to change the world to be great people to live our dreams yeah. live our goals and yeah it's our time Wow, that's amazing. Like, I feel like if you're probably looking at me staring at you, I'm like, I, <laughs> like, I enjoy listening to you and I enjoy listening to your stories so much. Um, okay, one thing I always love to ask mm. people, based off the quote that I live by, actually, yeah. it says, you know, um, be who you needed when you were younger. Yes. Um, so I always love to ask people, what message do you give your younger self? So if you had to look back, uh, pick any age, what message yeah. would you actually say to your younger self if you could talk to her today? Wow, I'd say believe. Um there was a time in my life where I was just like, I didn't understand a lot of things. Mm. As I said in the beginning, um, I was between two walls. One, um, you at the bottom of the food chain. When the sun's up, you at the top of the food chain. When you go to um, a school, you see big hills, mm. you see big cars, and then you go to like a little township where you it's taxis, it's noise, it's pollution. Mm. And that really demotivated me. But I wouldn't be who I am if that wasn't my journey. Mm. Um, there's definitely beauty in the struggle. I've learned so much. I'm becoming so emotional. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, It's made me who I am. I've, I've Wow. When I look back to where I am yeah. and... I just needed to believe. And you never would have thought. Yeah. Would, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Wow. So yeah, beautiful. that word, believe. Believe. So it's not yeah. a yeah, it's not like it's not a misister word, just believe. Yeah. Yeah. And one thing, um, so I was a finalist for the 2019 McKinsey yes. Next yes. Generation Leader Award. And um last year I applied for it and I got rejected. And this year I applied for it. And in my cover letter, I said, last year I got rejected. This year, I definitely won't be rejected. This is why I want to be this year's um, McKenzie <laughs> Next Generation Leader. And I was actually a finalist. I got the call. Yeah. And I was like, they like come to the interview. And I was like, wow, all I had to do is believe in myself. Yeah. So I could have been like, I didn't get it last year. What makes me think I'm going to mm. do it this year? And next year, I'm definitely going to win. Oh my I'm going to listen to this podcast <laughs> yeah. when I want it. And I'm going to be like, I believed in myself. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. So, um, the guys, is like tears in the room. Like, it's actually, well, 
thank you so much for coming and sharing your story. Um, what's what's next for you? What are you working on? Like, like yeah, what's tell tell us a bit about your what's next? next. Steps. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So what's next is um, I want to start. Wow, I'm so passionate about women, and I want to do so much for young women in South Africa. Yeah. Um, so I've been debating about this. And as we discussed, like, it's corporate, it's your nine to five, it's school, it's this. So, like, doing something that you're really passionate about is quite difficult. But um, I really want to start something um, for women in South Africa, something experiential. Um, so whether it's it's currently an idea phase at the moment, um, I'm still yeah chatting to a few leading women in their spaces okay. Um, okay. that are helping me with this. Yeah. Um, but what I see is young women who have had a journey, a great story, a great journey, and um, are doing great in their spaces and can become a whether it's a mentor or a sponsor in someone's life oh, okay. who's at a stage where they have not believed yet mm. and become that change change agent. Um, and it's just the aim is just to get more young South Africans, young girls um, to reach their dreams and goals. Yeah. Um, with the help of amazing young women um, that I have built networks with yeah. um, to help me with this initiative. So that's where I'm at at the moment. Okay. I, I mean, I can't wait. I'm mm. definitely going to be sharing it once it comes. Yeah. Once it happens, I'm excited for you and I'm wishing you all the best. Yeah, thanks. And then one more thing. I've also partnered with a great brand um, and I'm going to be a mentor on their program, oh. um, which will only be... Yeah, can only announce it like in two months' time, ah! which is something. Ah! It's, it's a really great brand, and they have yeah. like a a baby brand that's attached to it. Um, that yeah, they impact a lot of lives. Okay. And, um, yeah, just in the phases of negotiating. I'm gonna I'm gonna be updating the notes on the podcast when it comes out. So don't worry, guys. I got you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna update everything. Yeah, so I'm really passionate about brands that are doing great things. Yeah. Um, I mean. We both love Cosmopolitan. They're amazing. Yes. <laughs> um, and they do such great work for young women in South yeah. Africa. Um, I think that the focus is really on like 18 above. And I think that young teen girls need a platform, yes. which is why I'm starting this initiative. Um, I mean, they at the that age where you just you confused you mm. don't know what's happening in your life there's so many changes yeah. um so i think if you have that sponsor slash mentor slash leading lady in yes. your life um that can guide you um we can create a and you can start to believe start to believe yeah yeah and create those dreams for those little girls no matter their circumstances. No matter where you're from. Nice. Mm. This is beautiful. Okay, so how can people <laughs> reach out to you and get in touch with you if you want to 
you know, talk to you, get to know you a bit more. Yeah. Okay, cool. So um, I'm a very easygoing person. Um, I love chatting to people. Yeah. I love sharing <laughs> stories. Um, I think okay. people's stories are phenomenal. I, um, I believe in, in people's stories. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And you really, you don't, you don't really, um, you have this perception or misconception about someone until mm. you really hear their story and then you understand a lot of things. Yeah. Um, so I love chatting to people. Um, I'm on social media, MpoXO uh, on Instagram and Twitter. Okay. Mpo uh, Manyesa on LinkedIn. I'm very um, reactive on LinkedIn. And um, yeah, and on Twitter and Instagram. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for sharing your journey. Because I know, like, it's not always easy to share your story and your journey. But so I really do appreciate that you mm. trust me <laughs> to put your journey out there as well. You yeah. Know? Thank you so much for today. Thank, Thank you so much. I mean, like, um, speaking about yourself is the most hardest it's thing. So difficult. <laughs> you think you know yourself until you have to like yeah. describe. <laughs> what you do, mm. where you come from and all of that. And mm. I mean, like speaking to you about it made me realize that there's so much that I've um, come from and yeah. so much I need to appreciate and a lot of people that I mm. need to just go back and hug. And <laughs> like, thank you. You've, been, yeah. you've had such a great impact in my life. Um, mm. Yeah. So thank you for having me. I mean, it was a great chat um yeah it was very long looking, looking, look, yeah it's ah, fine <laughs> hopefully i listen to it and there's lots of traffic drive on <laughs> yeah. to work yeah and again all the best for your next steps thank I you i can't wait to hear about exactly all the details and all yeah. the g's i can't wait and yeah thank you thank you so much thanks for having me and i hope everyone enjoyed it and yeah uh, subscribe yeah. <laughs> yes subscribe share 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 the, yeah that's the most important thing share Share the story. Thank you. Thanks, Bilo. Thanks for tuning in, guys. If you like this episode, take a screenshot and share it with us on Instagram or Twitter at SheBrigade. Don't forget to leave us your feedback by giving us a rating and review on iTunes. See you in the next episode. Bye.